please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. Welcome to the Days In Podcast, the show that aims to give you hints and tips about where to go and what to do in different destinations, whilst also sharing funny and interesting stories. I'm your host, Luke Blackburn, and my guest today is Joel Swindle, and in today's episode, we will look at Days In Bali. Back on the mic. Back on the mic. Ladies and gentlemen. It smells, it just smells sick, is it? <laughs> you thought I was exaggerating. I mean, what happened next can only be described as legendary. Right, Joel, you right, mate? Good, how are you? Not bad. Thanks for coming. Good stuff. And for joining Good. us on the Days In podcast. My pleasure. So the first thing we're going to discuss today is the culture of Bali. So the culture in Indonesia, and especially Bali, is pretty relaxed. The people just sort of chill about, go about their day-to-day lives. They very religious people, though. They're Religion is Hinduism. Uh, there's 20,000 temples in Bali, so anywhere you go you can see them. Quite interesting as well. Nice bit of architecture. Mm-hmm. And in 2019 there was 6.3 million tourists who went. It's very busy. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's about it for the... What's it called? The culture. The culture. Yeah. So we're just going to get into the, the hints and the tips and all the good stuff that all the listeners came to listen for. <laughs> yeah, all the fans. Yeah, right. So, um, we flew from Manchester and you land in Denpanzar. It's the only airport there because it's the major city there and then sort of everywhere else is the suburbs of that, basically. Quite a small island, isn't it? The south of the island is very, like, populated where basically everything is and then the north is more, like, sort of a bit wild, isn't it? A bit it? wild, yeah. We didn't actually go up there. A bit of a regret of ours, but yeah. apparently not much goes on. It's more mountainy and sort of, like Joel said, wild. Um, so, yeah, we landed in Denpanzar, and then we got a taxi to Seminyak, which is like a little suburb. Uh, not, not quite in the centre, but very, very busy. Um, and, yeah, we stayed in a hostel called Capsule. Um, it was... Six pound a night for standard rooms. There was always like eight people in a room with you. Bit of a party place. Yeah, it's not like a hostel like you think a hostel's gonna be, is it? Which like, mean? If you think hostel in this country, you're probably not gonna to want to stay there. No, it's no. over there. Yeah, it's completely like different. Swimming pools. Yeah, there was a pool there. There was a bar, so you go in, you have a beer straight away. They'd give you breakfast. I think it was included. I can't quite remember. But yeah, really chill place. We actually, we went to stay there for two days, but we ended up staying for three because we liked it so much. But apart from the hostel, there's actually not a great deal to do in Seminyak because yeah. it's so busy. It's just a city, isn't it? It's just a city, but then not much like nice stuff there. Um, so we actually got a moped. The first night we landed, we landed in the evening, so we just went out for tea and didn't do much because we were knackered because the flights is like, 24 hours yeah. so we got a ped on the what was it the second day neither of us could drive a ped so <laughs> we got on it and then drove down the road but as soon as we had to turn a corner we couldn't figure it out like trying to turn the handle yeah, bike. you meant to lean aren't you but we obviously didn't know that so we got off the moped and then turned it around and carried on and we eventually figured out how to drive it 
Well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> As a passenger on the moped. Um, yeah, so I think we drove to a beach that day. But like I said, there's not a great deal to do there. So after that, we were left. We were going to go to Kuta, which is a similar sort of place. But everyone said it was a bit shit and rough. So if you're going to go to Bali, I'd avoid going to Kuta. Yeah, a lot of pickpockets, apparently. Yeah. So yeah, the next thing, uh, next destination we went was Gili Tea. I can't actually remember the proper name of it. Gili Gili Trawangan. Trawangan. Yeah, we just asked people in Seminyak where's. So we had like a rough plan, but people said that was a place to go. So yeah, it was just off the northeast of the actual island. So we had to get a bus to. Oh, I can't remember what the town's called, but everyone goes to the same town, and the bus, the boat leaves from this little town. Um, we got a speedboat across, not like an actual little James Bond speed speedboat, but slightly faster than a big boat that goes really fast, and you get so seasick on it. But the other one takes like five or six hours, and our boat was only a couple, a couple of hours. Yeah, so we got to Gilly T. Gilly T is like a tiny little island. You literally can walk around it in an hour. So it's, it's just a beautiful little paradise of a place. There's three little islands. It's Gilly Air, Gilly T, and the other one. The other one. The other one's like a, a romantic one. That's yeah. like we were going to go, weren't we? But then... Yeah, we found out it's for couples and people might have got the wrong impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Gilly T is like a a party place. You don't really sort of go to just chill. Well, you do, but there's lots of stuff to do. Yeah, you sort of chill through the day, don't you? And, and then a big one comes out. At yeah, night. there's sunset side and sunrise side to the island because that's small. You can literally just pedal a bike from one side to the other. There's no like motor. There's no like engines, like car engines. <laughs> <laughs> there's no engines. There's no engine. No, there's no cars or motorbikes or anything there. Not even any peds. Literally, everyone walks about. Or gets a horse and cart, or gets a little bike. But we felt bad for the horse and cart, so we didn't get any. We didn't really need to, did we? Yeah, we did feel bad for horse and carts, didn't we? Yeah. I forgot about that. Very upsetting. Uh, yeah, so what we recommend doing there is you go snorkelling, but don't go in the daytime. If you're going to go, go in the morning Yeah. when the tide's coming in. Yeah. It's coming in, isn't it? Could be. <laughs> well, it was, it was deeper in the morning than it was in the afternoon because it was when we were at sunset and the, the water was just going back. Yeah, we yeah, got a bit ocean. earlier. It's more sea life then. And there's no many people about, so you can go. People aren't scaring all the fish and big turtles away. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fun snorkeling there. I did nearly drown once. You couldn't even swim. I'm not a very good swimmer, so we and Joel went out, and I just assumed I wouldn't need a, a life jacket. <laughs> Because I could touch the floor for most of it, but we got quite far out, and then I started panicking because Panic I couldn't touch the floor anymore. And then Joel had to come save me, and I managed to get out alive. But it was an ordeal. Yeah, so maybe a bit of advice: you should take a couple of swimming lessons before you go. Yeah, don't be put an you idiot. in good stead. Don't be an idiot like myself. Yeah, so once you get there, if you've done your snorkeling stuff, we stayed at my mate's place, which is a hostel. It's not we haven't got a friend there. Um, it's eight pound a night, which is a hundred fifty-one thousand rupiah. You get like these little bedrooms. There's like three of you in there, so it's not like you're on top of each other. And it's, I think we've both agreed with maybe one other hostel. This is the best hostel we went to in the entire time we were there. 
Yeah, should probably mention the uh, facilities at my mate's hostel were so good. Like, the bathrooms were the best I saw in the entirety of the time we were there. The showers were always hot, which was very rare. Um, they gave us free breakfast every day, and it was always, like, something good, like a scrambled egg. Um, yeah, it's just a really nice little spot. Yeah, it was set up pretty well. It was like, it was this big board that would tell you what's on through the day. So that could be like diving or just a trip around the island. And then at night, everyone from the hostel would get together, wouldn't they? Yeah. And they'd take you on like a pub crawl sort of thing. We'd have the, there's one massive table, isn't there? Like a yeah. huge long table. And everyone sits around it and then they've got like beer pong at the end of it. And everyone was chilling at the other end. Yeah, it's good, like pre drinks. Yeah, and then they bring out like, like spirits, don't they? And they run down it, and everyone has to open their mouth, and yeah. everyone's getting really pissed, and it's just going mental. Yeah, and then you don't have a choice. Do about eleven o'clock, they like uh, blow a whistle or something, or someone shouts, and then everyone has to yomp down the, the roads, and then you end up going to this like weird club. It's called Jungle. It's the strangest place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> It's not, I don't even know what the type of music it is. It's just like the weirdest. It's just an absolute mix of music. Yeah, and a mix of people as well, so it's pretty funny. It's weird folk in there. The outside smoking area is better than going to the club. Lots goes on out there. My famous dance out there, wasn't it? It's a famous dance. Mm. So I'll go into a bit of detail about the actual dance, because obviously most of the viewers out there, thousands of you, won't have seen it. Um, so we were outside in the smoking shell. As we said, it's a pretty weird spot. A lot of different people there, a lot of different tunes. And there's, there's one quite famous sort of Indian song, isn't there? Looks like the... Yeah. <laughs> it's got it, it's got it. Um, so, yeah, it came on, and our mates, Anthony and Brennan, were dancing really weird dancings to it, and I was proper pissed and getting egged on by Joel and the German lads to just go and join them. I mean, what happened next can only be described as legendary. It is history. It's gone down in folklore. Never be forgotten, really. Well, it won't be forgotten, it's just, you know... Trademark. Yeah. <laughs> that comes out most nights. It does come out quite a lot now. It's very Carl Pilkington-esque. Yeah, I wish you could see the move. Yeah, well, we'll put it on you know, the Twitter page, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have a look at it. Um, so if you go there a few times, you might get a bit bored of it after a while, because it's just, just the same shit every night. Yeah, a few nights, you, you saw it. You know it all then. Yeah, so there's a couple of other really good bars. There's a reggae bar up the road from the jungle, which is just incredible. I fell asleep at, at the reggae bar. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> just conked out on the table. <laughs> One too many. That's good. Um, but besides that, there's obviously a lot going on there, like live music all the time. It's just a really, really nice place. Just chilly, isn't it? Yeah, very chill. Yeah. Um, so the next town we went to was Ubud, which is like a really nature sort of place in Bali. It's not like, it's completely opposite to Gilly basically. There's yeah, not much partying there. No partying going on there. A bit more old people, I thought, when we were there. Yeah, they're probably like Gilly T, what would you say the average age was there? 20 to 25. Yeah. Right. Whereas Ubud was like 30-ish. Yeah. Like, there actually was old couples there. But it's really, really nice. Like The, city, the town centre is amazing. Really good restaurants and whatnot. But, however, we did go to one restaurant where we both got pizzas, but... Yeah, I chose badly there, to say the least. <laughs> Carbonara shouldn't go on pizza. No, it 
stunk and vomit. No, I thought that'd be. I thought it'd be all right. I was wrong. It smelled. It just smelled sick, didn't it? <laughs> you thought I was exaggerating. He was so angry, so upset that his carbonara pizza it's wasn't absolutely nice. starving. Of course, it wasn't going to be nice. It's carbonara and pizza. But no, but pasta's nice. Yeah, but you don't pizza's mix them, nice. Do you? Yeah, so I had about a slice of that. Just had to leave it there. <laughs> so rude. Felt so bad. Uh, anyway. But it was bad. I couldn't even stomach that. Yeah. We stayed at a hostel called Pillow Inn. Which is really chilled, relaxed, pool and stuff. And they obviously, like... You know, there is a mountain walk to do. It's a sunrise mountain walk. Like, loads of people do it. And they help you organise it. But we would advise us to do it yourself if you're going to go. You can literally just Google the mountain. And the mountain's called Mount Batar. Yeah, like we paid thinking it was going to be like this exclusive walk. Mm. Just us, like 10 other people maybe. And then we got there and there's like hundreds of yeah, people. so many people. You could now. just see this like trail of light going up the mountain. Yeah, so if you literally just went and with a moped and parked it in a corner somewhere and then just followed the group. Yeah, you saved quite a bit. Yeah, you saved a lot. Um, and you wouldn't have to get up at fucking do what you want annoying there, times because yeah. we we had to get up at like two to go pick everyone else up in the bus Yeah. so it's a long day that but it's definitely worth doing there's also a monkey forest in Ubud it's like she's just what it says on the tin it's a forest with loads of monkeys in it yeah carnage in there there is carnage in there you don't want to have any loose things in your pockets so all over them do you remember the one that was tickling my back? The yeah. little baby one? <laughs> yeah. Cute one. Then the big, the mum came over. Yeah, and she was happy. Well, if if you're going to go there, don't smile at the monkeys because they think it's a sign of aggression. You're yeah. showing your teeth. They start attacking you. As we saw on the mountain walk, there was a woman who had like a monkey on her shoulder and I think she was eating. And then she smiled at it or something and it fucking went mental and so I like, beat her up. <laughs> yeah. Screeching at There's lots of like nature as we said, there's loads of rice fields that you have to go to, which is similar to the the mountain walk, like there is tours for them but you just don't eat it. Yeah, like we yeah. got a tour thinking he'd walk us around but he just drove us and drops us off and then we didn't do anything else. Yeah. Just get a moped basically. Get a moped. Just yeah. explore. Just That's try the best way to do it. It's so much more fun. I think we best days when we just on the ped. Yeah, with no like real plan of yeah, what you're doing. Just see what happens. Just find good stuff. There's a beautiful waterfalls there. You can literally do. You don't need just to like tell you which ones. You can just type in yeah, waterfalls in Google, and you'll be able to find loads. Yeah, that's about what, sort of it for there, isn't it? We relaxed there more. We didn't really. Yeah, it was we didn't sort of drink recovery, anything, did we? Recovery we were, after. Yeah, <laughs> well, we were pretty ill after giddy tea. There's a common bug everyone gets in Bali called barley belly, and it just makes you. Shit and piss every time you do anything. Yeah, not nice. I mean, you just feel really weak all the time. And they don't have toilet roll over there because the sewage system isn't like built for it. So you have what? What did we call it? Bum gun. Bum gun. (laughs) It's just like a hose pipe, and yeah, you just you use that instead of toilet roll. It takes a bit of getting used to, but I think Luke liked it. I prefer it to actual toilet roll. I would get one here, but then you're a bit, you're a bit pervert, don't you? If you yeah, you're a bit weird. Someone comes in to use the toilet, what's this hose pipe doing here? Yeah, it's a bit strange. Uh, yeah, so we left Ubud. Oh, sorry, we forgot. We actually stayed at a villa for the first night or two. 
because we wanted to have our own space because we were so rough from Gilly T. We couldn't really be arsed with anyone. So we got our own little villa, but it was carnage to get to. No one knew where it was. No one ever heard of it. And then we finally got there. We'd, there was like four of the same villa, and we didn't know which was ours. We didn't have a key or anything. And then a woman came out, but she couldn't speak any English. And she tried to help us. And she actually did help us, to be fair, because she got us in. But I don't know if she put us in the right house to this day. You'd never know, would you? Never know. Um, I got chased by some wild dogs there. There's a lot of wild dogs knocking around. Yeah, you have to be careful. We, um, we both got rabies jabs in. Yeah, rabies, big, big thing over there. Yeah, if you don't get your jab, then you... Yeah, you could be in trouble. Screwed, aren't you, really? Yeah, so we left Ubud after just chilling there for like five or six days. And then we went to Uluwatu, which is in the south of Bali. It's not it's like similar sort of vibes to but but not as like mountainy and jungly. It's more beach, was it? Yeah, beach and cliffs and stuff, which was really cool. There's one really good spot there called Sunset Point Pub. It's like a it's on top of a cliff edge and you're just looking onto the ocean, aren't you? Yeah. Unbelievable scene. Sunsets up there. Absolutely unreal. Tries to teach you to drive pet up there, didn't we? Yeah, it didn't go too well. <laughs> All over the spot. We were right next to a wedding as well, so I was just making a bit of a tip. So. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. Um, this is the first time we tried surfing as well, but there wasn't massive waves there at that time, yeah. Uluwatu was famous for having big waves, but we weren't in that spot, I don't think. They felt absolutely huge. <laughs> they did, not as big as Kamju ones, though, which we'll get on to soon. Is that where we got bad? That's where we got yeah, bad, like yeah. It. But in Uluwatu, we were basically just, like, body surfing, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we, we thought we were well good at it then. Yeah. Found but out we're not. We were. Um, we did try and go and play golf at this place, but the course was cost like literally thousands of pounds yeah, to play. We, and we turned up, up in shorts and t shirt yeah. and everyone's no in their <laughs> shirts on. Yeah, it was a weird little spot that. Um, yeah, and the, uh, we, we had a really sort of scary adventure on a ped. We stayed at two different hostels when we were there, neither of them were very fun. One had loads of people, but it was in the middle of nowhere. And it was just a bit shit. I swear there was, like, like bugs in our beds and stuff. It was horrible. Yeah, that had bad reviews, that one. Yeah, it so... Just, it was good because it was busy. Yeah. I think we left after the first night. And then we went somewhere else, which is, like... Actually, it was a really nice hostel, but there was no one there. Literally, me and Joel were the only people. There was a massive pool. We would give you the names of these places, but there's no point now because we've closed down. Which isn't that surprising. But we, um... We went out to that sunset pub, and on the way home, our tyre got flat on the ped. I don't quite know how, but we didn't really know where we were, because we were going to follow everyone else back, but then we obviously go too slow. Yeah, they just go past us. <laughs> the roads, they're not like actual roads around that road. No. It's like off the beaten track. Yeah. Real scary. We did get back in time, though. We were yeah. safe. And then the last spot we actually went to was a place called Kanju. I think we both agreed, maybe with Gilly T, this is the best place there. It's just so relaxing. Everyone surfs, everyone's just so sound. We sit at a hostel called Lay Days, which is £7 a night. Pretty cheap, especially for how good it was. Free breakfast, I think. A lot of people there. Sort of party sort of place, isn't it? We went surfing in Kamaju, and it was horrific. Horrendous. Literally the worst two hours of our lives. <laughs> so embarrassing. Everyone else was doing it fine, and then we were like, right, Sal, it'd be all right. Huge wave of crashing in. Just couldn't even get out. Couldn't we, get out. We tried to get out. Yeah. Walked into the wave. It wasn't even but, surfing at that point. We just couldn't get into the water. <laughs> People were just looking at us. 
if we just we had to try and get in, then we'd go back, sit down for ten minutes, say right, yeah. we're gonna go in now. A little pep talk. <laughs> and then we still couldn't get in. Yeah, I just remember the first one we tried to get in. We just walked in thinking it'd be fine, and the massive wave came crashed into us. Both of us got hit with our surfboard in the head, and then we both sat there crying for a bit. Yeah. But then we kept thinking, oh, we'll go now, the waves have died down, and we go out, and the waves have been just as big. So we have to keep walking back. But we did manage to get out eventually, and neither of us could surf. No. We were just annoying everyone. Just getting in the way. Yeah. It was quite good, though. Very fun. We did it the day after. I think I only stood up once. We didn't pay for lessons, did we? No. Maybe, maybe that's worth doing. Yeah, I think if you're going to go, definitely pay for lessons, because Anthony... Who one of our mates out there, he paid for lessons once and he was so good. Yeah, you'd only need it for like a day, wouldn't you? And then you saw it. Yeah, don't be idiots. Because you still pay for the board. You'd you'd waste money doing it if you were trying to teach yourself for like a week. You just ask for a lesson for one day. If you pay more for that one day, well, then you can just do whatever you want for the rest of it. And there's one little sort of pub. Everyone goes to this place called Old Man's. It's like a huge sort of outdoor beach bar. Sort beach of thing. bar, yeah. But the one next door to it, we found out more fun. Yeah, there's more locals in there. Yeah, it's, it's just like a the shit version spot. of Old Man's. But they have live music on, same band, same songs, every day. And it's yeah. just so funny. Yeah, it's good. Um, and there's a nice little, if you're into skating or anything like that, there's a sort of abandoned, it's not abandoned, is it? But there's like an empty swimming pool. Yeah. And there's a bar next to it. And there's loads of people to go and watch, like, mostly professional skaters just get about. Yeah, it's quite an edgy, edgy spot, wasn't it? Yeah, so if you're sort of into that kind of stuff, it's right up your street. And then on the last night, so we stayed in Camden for like a week, just sort of surfing about. And yeah, same thing every day, really, surfing. Just get up, surf, or try and surf. Beer. Uh, beer, lots of beer. Lots if you're going to go there, drink Bing Tang. It's the nicest beer I've ever had to this day. So good. Can't get it anywhere else either. That was easily our biggest expense, was beer. Yeah, beer is expensive over there. It's the same price as it would be in the UK, basically. Yeah. Everyone else is really cheap. You can get meals for, like, £2. Yeah, if that. But your beer costs three quid for a pint still. And obviously, you're drinking a lot of it. Um, a few honourable mentions. And Anthony and Brennan. These two chaps we met on the first night. And then we kept bumping into them every town we went to. We'd like, they'd leave a couple of days before us and then just like, see you later, nice to meet you. And then we'd get to the next spot and bump into them again. It was weird, wasn't it? And then they literally keep happening. It happened like five, six times. And then Brennan went home and Anthony was just out there by himself. And then he overtook us on his moped. And he pulled us over, chatted to us for a bit. And then we went out with him that night. And then that was it. Small world. Who else have we got on there? We've got, uh, Kevin. got Kevin on there. Oh, mate, Kevin. <laughs> He's an interesting Indian man. Yeah, so in, on Gilly Tea, we met quite a few different people. We met some Germans. We met these, like, what was it? About four of them, the Indian guys. Yeah. Yeah, one of them called Kevin. Very Indian name. <laughs> uh, yeah, strange bloke. He, um... We were getting off the island on the night of the day we were all leaving, and he was leaving with us. And he came rushing down, because we had a big night the night before, and he came rushing down with a bag that wasn't his, but he didn't know at the time. And he put it on my feet, 
And then he was asking me to pass him his bag. So I passed him the bag he brought down. And then he's like, that's not my bag. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, he's the one you brought. And he's like, oh, shit, I've left my bag in the hostel. But we can see the boat coming in. So he's panicking loads. And in the panic, he stands up. And we're on, like, a raised platform. And it's like a bus stop, but a bit higher up. And he's, like, tripped over the curb and, like, really f- fucked up his ankle. And he was, like, crying. Basically crying on the floor. Middle-aged man. This is yeah. the funniest thing I've ever seen. No one else was laughing. <laughs> We were just absolutely pissed about ourselves. We were still pissed from that before, so it just made it so much funnier. And he was bleeding and like kind of in a lot of pain. And then Joel actually did help him up in all fairness. And he managed to hobble off. And as we said, there's no cars or anything. So he, the fastest transport for him was getting on a like horse and carriage. Horse and carriage. So donkey, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we, I think Joel or Kevin, someone chucked this bag in. And then Kevin jumped in after it, but there was no driver. And then the horse set off running down the street, and he was just in the back, like, screaming in pain. <laughs> and we were just fucking pissing ourselves so much. And then I think the driver did come in the end, and then he managed to take him up to the hospital. <laughs> he managed to come back. Yeah, he made it in time. And the bag was a completely different colour. Yeah, it was not the bag. Like I don't know how he managed to do that. But yeah, we managed to leave, and then I actually threw up on the boat home. So I was so hungover. Yeah. Remember, I had a bag on my head the whole time. Oh, yeah. It was so seasick. <laughs> So we're now at the end of the episode, and it's going to be a weekly, oh well not weekly because it's not going to be a weekly podcast, but a running theme to the podcast is going to have a question at the end, same question for everyone, what would you rate the experience and the destination out of 10? So Joel, what would you rate Barley out of 10, and why? It's got to be up there, it's got to be a high number. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to stick a 9 on it. A 9. Are you only saying 9... Like, not 10 because you haven't experienced anywhere else you've got anything compared to. Maybe, but I think 10 would have been if I grew some balls and had my own ped. Yeah, the we ped was gone the best thing ever. Absolute missions. And maybe if we had gone to the north. Yeah, but I don't know. We didn't really have time. I suppose. Should have probably tried, well, you should have tried scuba diving. Yeah. I would have died. But... Yeah, I'd do scuba diving next time, I think. It was dead cheap over there. Yeah. I don't have any other regrets, I don't think. No, it's absolutely mint. I think I would agree with the nine. The nine rating. Yeah, nine solid. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. It's been a pleasure. It's been good. Thanks for having me. It's all right, mate. See you soon. Toodles. Bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Days in Bali episode with me, Luke Blackburn, and my guest, Joel Swindle. We hope you enjoyed listening and got something useful out of the podcast. If you're keen to hear tales from our next trip, be sure to keep an eye on the podcast. For now, goodbye. Carbonara. Shouldn't go on pizza. It was horrific. Horrendous. Well, that'll do.